you know, what is our vision? What is our why? What do we stand for? What's the impact that we want to have in the world? How do we want to see the world? Mm -hmm. And so once we answer that, then every decision, um, every choice we make gets measured about seeing that realization of that vision. Industry Change, it's Richard Tatunji, co-founder of Com Marketing, and today I've got a very special guest, and we're talking all about fitness, functional movement today, and I've got Dan Henderson, welcome. Great to be here, mate. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Well, Dan, I was looking at my archives, and five years ago we did an interview, just similar to this one, and uh, basically I had less hair, and you looked a lot younger, <laughs> and today I wanted to uh, really go over what you've been working over, probably over the last five years since we talked on camera, and it's all around functional, your own functional training institute, you co-founder that with Tarek. And I wanted to find out from you what's been happening in this industry. Um, you know, the fitness industry has got bigger and bigger over the years. And so where have you now formed uh, your alliances and where, what are you doing now within the industry in this functional space? Yeah, beautiful. I mean, a lot has changed then, mate, just yep. both for us physically, but also within sure. that space as well. So. Five years ago, look, it was really a little hobby-based business. Yep. You know, I had my facility, Tarek has had his facility. We were Australia's first ever accredited kettlebell course, and we were just teaching that in Sydney. And I guess where we've developed and grown over the last five years in particular, has we've identified an, a number of other needs in the market, so what trainers need yep. to really magnify their impact and to be better coaches. So now we have accredited courses in mobility, ropes, barbells, rehab, so a number of other spaces as well. And we've expanded our courses beyond the Australian fitness market. Okay. So we've now gone primarily into the Pacific Rim, uh, but also Europe as well, uh, Canada. So about 16 different countries we'll deliver into this year. We'll be in front of about 4,000 fitness professionals. And you know, the industry has really changed. Five years ago, functional training was very, very, very new. It was very much in its infancy. Sure. You know, not many places had kettlebells or ropes or anything like that. And now you can just see it's absolutely booming. Uh, everywhere you look, there's a functional kind of facility or studio. These, um, these new brands have popped mm, up. Definitely. 45, you've got 12 rounds, you've got Orange Theory Fitness. And so a lot of people are really embracing it. So it's, um, it's been, yeah, it's been quite a good journey and it's been great to see that industry evolve. Mm. And you've definitely evolved in the, the process of teaching and educating, um, you know, the market of personal trainers and fitness professionals. How, how, have your, how has Functional Training Institute, FTI, evolved their teachings to actually impact what you're saying and actually teach um, these fitness professionals? How, how has the teachings changed? Yeah, I guess I'll answer that two ways. Number one, our content is always evolving. Okay. So even though we designed our courses eight years ago, we're always iterating and updating and innovating our content. So it's really, really ahead of the game. Sure. And the funny thing is, is the content that we were teaching eight years ago, we knew uh, you know, what we were saying was really well substantiated, and now the research is coming out. Okay. And so now we're providing a lot of that rationale, that research, but we're also looking ahead and going, well, where's the industry in? two, three, four, five years time and ensuring our content is preparing fitness professionals for that phase. Mm. The second part of that is, 
We've changed the way that we deliver our content as well. So that has evolved. We're embracing technology, yep. uh, particularly learning management systems, yep. uh, to really expand our reach. So we've spent a lot of this year in particular investing in a great learning management system, a lot of resources, a lot of time, so we can reach more people in a blended model of learning as well. And do you think that's um, for new trainers coming up, is that what they're expecting? The blended mo mo model learning, the online platforms, is that what they're after? Yeah, look, it's, I mean, nothing ever replaces face-to-face -face, and so we still believe that's very, very important mm. and it's an essential feature of our education delivery and what we stand for as an organization. Yep. We won't move everything online. Yep. I think that place is, when you look at the online learning statistics, it's very, very flawed. Yep. So what we believe is a, is a blended model where we can deliver a lot of the theory, uh, a lot of the rationale behind what we're doing, a lot of the principles and philosophies, then they can come in, they can actually experience it firsthand and get great feedback from us. And through using both of these mediums in the blended model, we can deliver a better overall impact as well. I mean, how people learn, you know, we're watching more video than we've ever watched sure. in our lives. Yep. Uh, people are consuming more information digitally than they ever have. Yes. And so we need to tap into that as well. Awesome. So let's talk about the fitness industry specifically. Um, and I know you deal with fitness industries all around every country that you go to and you guys do travel quite a lot. Extensively. All the time. And so let's talk about the Australian fitness industry. I mean, if we look at um, the general population, we're still having a quite a large obesity epidemic out there. And however, we still have more knowledge for and teaching and courses that fitness professionals are doing. Are we impacting who we need to be impacting at the moment? Yeah, so that's a big question. And if I could answer that, I would probably be in, uh, in uh, government uh, in terms of how to try get, to get people more active and sure. healthy. But as a fitness professional in, in our fitness industry, I think what a lot of us are doing is we're competing for the same 19%. So approximately 19% of the population is exercising regularly and is yep. a member of a, okay. a gym or yep. a facility. So a lot of our businesses or fitness businesses right now are competing for that same 19%. And so we're seeing these people quite transient and gym hopping and everything mm. else. The power is how can we tap into the other 81%? And I believe there is some places that are really starting to do it. One particular business that I coach, he prides himself on being the most welcoming facility. So for people that are too intimidated, too scared right. to walk into a gym, yep. he's created an environment, a culture, where that difference is supported. And so he's really targeting the people that wouldn't even look at a mainstream gym. That's great. And so you know, the more, the, the more businesses that do this, the yep. better. Uh, the other part of that, I think, would be you know, really identifying where our population is going and some of the power of the niches. So, you know, we know we've got an aging population. So, you know, can we provide more and more services to this aging population that may not have been in a mm. gym previously or they may not be in gyms? So if you actually narrow in and have a look for some opportunities, I feel like we can activate some of that 81% as well. Yeah, that's great insights because it is interesting when trainers are learning this course and this information, this education, it's like how, how they're going to best utilize that to really grow their business. Mm. And touching on business, I know you work with a lot of fitness professionals in their business and you also do some one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching as well to grow businesses as well. Um, wh where do you see the gaps in 
business growth? Or I, I guess probably the better question is asked, where's the opportunities that personal trainers that are watching this can actually say, hey, I can do this and it can quantify more clients for me. Where do you think those opportunities lie? Yeah, again, another big question. Look, I think where I think our industry is very difficult for a lot of fitness professionals yep. is straight out of a Cert 3 or 4, yep. a lot of the jobs that are available right now are actually asking them to run their own business. So not only do they have to learn their craft and be a great coach, yep. but we're then asking them to run a business. And we know, we've been in business sure. a long time, how demanding and difficult Definitely. that is. Yep. I mean, you have a look at all the statistics and they're not favorable. Mm. And so straight away, trainers are coming out and it's just overwhelming. And that's why we see a lot of people drop out of our industry. So I think the first thing I would say to a fitness professional is, do you really want to be running a business? It takes a special kind of person to run your own business. And if you don't, that's absolutely okay. Great. There's some great employers out there, yep. all right? Go and work with them and be the very best coach you can be within their work environment. But if you want to run your own business, then just know that it's gonna be a ton of hard work, yep. but it's very, very rewarding. And you've got to fully commit. It can't be a hobby. Sure. If you're going to run your own business, yep. you need to be all in. Like you can't just dip the toe in. You need to leap into that pool. You need to plunge into it. And when you do it, you need to learn all facets of the business, at least initially, because you're going to be wearing all hats. So it's not just, it's not enough just to be very good at writing great programs, but you need to be a master at social media. You need to be a master at all kinds of marketing. You need to be great at sales. You need to be great at accounting and admin and systems. And so you really need to have a look, A, is this what you want? Sure. And B, if it is, commit wholeheartedly to it. And then C, go and find some people yep. that have done it before and learn off them because that will speed your success up at an enormous rate. I, I like that advice and I, and I actually did a rant about this the other day. And the rant was basically what you're saying there is that, you know, if you want to be a personal trainer and, and work for somebody, that's awesome because then you can really hone in on your skill set. Correct. And you can be amazing personal training and doing your 20, 30, 40 hours a week what you want to do. But I, th I think, and that's a really great job and I think more, we, we need more great personal trainers. Not everybody wants to or needs to run a business. No. And, and I think it's okay just to be a great personal trainer. I think that is an amazing skill set, an amazing job, and you can train outdoors, you can train indoors. Um, I think it's really important to continue just being an amazing personal trainer instead of wanting to open up maybe a national franchise or something. Correct. And I, I actually believe, and I, I mean, this is very general advice, mm. but I actually believe in the first 12 months, if possible, you shouldn't be looking to have a business at all. You sure. should just be mastering your craft. Great. You should be trying to do everything in your power you can to be the best coach. You know, So you should be working on those technical skills, you should be working on those communication skills, and you should just be training as many people as you can so you can see how to train different populations, different demographics, people with different needs. And then once you're a great coach, then, ask yourself whether you want to run a great business. Mm, great piece of advice then, mm. great piece of advice. And um, you've recently, you had a, a local personal training studio, you've recently sold that, is that correct? Correct, so yeah, I owned a, a local personal training studio called Coastal Bodies in yep. Sydney's East for nine years. I sold that in April this year, so yep. that was my, my baby that I, uh, that I gave up. Uh, successfully sold it, still a great business, still running very successfully. And that was merely just to 
throw myself into more of this education space, more of the coaching space, awesome. and, um, and really commit to equipping fitness professionals with as much knowledge as possible so they can have as big an impact as possible. Amazing. And let's talk about the impact that Functional Training Institute do make. Every year you run a national summit, and I believe that, um, that live events and, and basically being around proximity of those people can literally change the shape of your entire life forever. Correct. Forever. And, and I definitely um, honour you for running these summits and, and you're always travelling yourself and Tarek, your co-founder, is always travelling around the world, putting on um, amazing events. And you've got a currently a running an event at the moment in, um, in Sydney, I believe. That's correct. Talk about why you put on these events for. Yeah, look, I mean, when I have a look, I've had a great 11 years in this fitness industry and it's, I've been able to speak at the biggest conferences all around the world. I've owned my own facility. Yep. And when I have a look and I tap into why I've been had the success I've had to this point, it's because I've surrounded myself with great people. I've equipped myself with great knowledge and skills. And it's really from attending conferences and seminars and courses all around the world. And so what I wanted to do, my vision for this summit when we launched it last year was sure. to create the same platform, the same opportunity for personal trainers all around Australia. And so that's why we're putting it on. What I can guarantee is any coach that walks in that door on Saturday morning will walk out that door Saturday evening a very, very different coach. They will be equipped with knowledge, strategies, they will be inspired, they will be motivated, they will increase their proximity because they will be surrounded by 80 other amazing coaches and they will have a bigger impact on more people. Amazing, and we work a lot with your, uh, with your, with your clients and the one thing I do see is that you guys produce amazing um, quality, raving fans around the fitness industry, the functional space, so, you, so basically you guys do a very good job of really um, impacting them with, with what you guys believe in and, and how you can empower them to be better. Yeah, I mean, that's all we want for our clients is we just want them to be the best version of themselves. And so we want to try provide the platform that they can do that. Amazing. Well, we'll put the details down about the event, which I know is coming up very soon. Yep, so I'm December looking, 2nd. I'm looking forward to that event, December 2nd. December 2nd in Sydney. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. We've got some terrific speakers there. Yep. Uh, and we've got some great partners involved. And, and all of our teaching faculty is going to be there. So it's just going to be one hell of a day. Yeah, it will be an amazing day. Now, Dan, um, I want to get a little bit more insight into you um, in your business process. Because I, I really believe that you can empower um, and, and motivate people based on experiences so what have been like the, the if we can just finish up with three of the main um you'd say life-changing or, or changing moments that you've had to do to continue delivering your your passion and your drive like what are those things that have definitely changed the space because you did a certain thing and because of that you moved to the next stage do you have some maybe some clear examples you can share yeah i think the first thing was Getting crystal clear yep. on what we stood for. Okay. Yeah, really delving in deep and really asking ourselves, you know, what is our vision? What is our why? What do we stand for? What's the impact that we want to have in the world? How do we want to see the world? Mm -hmm. And so once we answered that, then every decision, um, every choice we make gets measured about seeing that realization of that vision. So what I would say is get really crystal clear around your vision. Great. And, you know, really understand your why 
and that will drive you to do things on a daily basis, even when it gets really, really difficult because the challenges, the obstacles, they're inevitable, but when you have a big enough reason why, you will leap over those, you will conquer them, you will push them aside. Amazing. So that would be one. What's your second one? Uh, second one, unleash the power of habits. Really, Okay. when I observe success and success in all different industries and in all different spaces, the most successful people in the world are a collection of the most successful habits. They just do more of the right things more often. And so I would really just absolutely advocate, what are the things that you need to do each and every day, then each and every week, to ensure that you're more successful? And that may be more successful as a parent, as a partner, professionally, yep. uh, in all different facets of life. And so I'm really big on identifying those habits yep. and just adhering and trying to um, knock, you know, trying to really maintain those habits each and every day. I love it. Just actually doing it and getting it done. Getting it done. Like there is no, there's no silver bullet here, people. There is no magic potion. And I know you and I talked about it before. People are on the search for it, right? Just do more of the shit, do more of the right shit more often. You know, that's what it is. That's the silver bullet right there. You know, just success, do, do what successful people do more often. Read more books, you know, attend more courses, make more calls, thank more people, be more grateful. Makes sense. I think that sums up the third one. Do you have a third one there? <laughs> that was a lot there, but there, there was a lot there. Squeeze a bit more out of you. Uh, look, I think I'm right now, my third one is really to be more present than in everything that I do. Okay. So I've always been a very busy guy, you know that like, and I kind of run around like a headless chook a lot of the time. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm more frantically doing many, many things and where I'm just going, you know what, Dan, just do things with more intention. Like before I came in here, I said, what's the intention you want to have for this interview? Mm. You know, I want to be crystal clear about that. You know, when I go back into the office, I'm about to do a coaching call. What's the intention I want to have? When I'm sitting down with someone, Phone is away, I've deleted all my social media emails off my phone, so I can be more attentive, I can be more present. Love it. Yeah, I just feel like in today's world, we have the attention span of a goldfish. Uh, we're frantically doing- well, I think we do actually. <laughs> yeah. We're frantically doing many, many things, and we're not actually ever there. And so, yeah, just that, that level of mindfulness is, um, it's been really paramount. I'm actually enjoying a lot more of the interactions, mm -hmm. uh, both personally and professionally, because I'm just doing things with more intention. Love it. There's some really amazing tips. Um, so thanks so much, Dan, for being on the show five Absolute years later. Pleasure. You know uh, mate, I mean? we'll, we'll do it in another five up, years, and hopefully uh, we get a bit of that. <laughs> we'll look a little older again, but you know, it's it's awesome. You know, to be doing this five years later just goes to show. Uh, how much fun that we've had, how aligned that we've been over the sure. years as well. And um, looking forward to, to sharing many more moments, memories and lessons in uh, another five years time. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for tuning in. To listen to this on iTunes, simply go to iTunes, search Industry Change and you can find the episodes here. You can also search the episodes for YouTube if that's a preferred platform for you. Otherwise, you can go to my website, richardtoturnji.com or you can also see it on commarketing.com.au. Thanks so much. I will see you next time on Industry Change.